to my It's your boy Trigger Troy, and welcome to Man of Horror, my horror part where I talk all things scary. Um, it's been more than a few days, and I do apologize for that one, y'all. Personally, my life has kind of been like a scary movie lately. Um, I haven't been able to really focus and really just get back into the show like I wanted to, but I know I wanted to do it, you know, and I knew that I had to do it and get out of my head. You know, things have been difficult. <laughs> um, I have to be real, they've been pretty bad, and... Despite that, I always, just in my life, you know, things always end up working out, man. Always. So, I won't lie. I'm fucking terrified um, because of everything that I'm going through and where I am right now. But, hey, you know, we always need a little bit of fear sometimes. Hell, that's why I do the show. (laughs) So, um, I know that things will be better. And it's a little corny for the show, but, hey, it's like a movie. Shit gets super crazy, but by the end of the movie, well, most of them, like, I feel like I'm a final boy, you know? Like, by the end of all of this shit, it's going to be looking all triumphant and shit, just walking away bloody as hell, because, whew. Anyway, <laughs> um, so today I'm back with my top five virus-related films, and I'm going to review the horror comedy Unhuman. Um, so let's go ahead and dive in, shall we? Don't leave now, the movie's about to come on! I'm going to the bathroom. Here, take your hot sauce. Hurry up now, don't be long! In fifth place, the Armageddon virus from the movie Quarantine. This film, I know I've discussed before on, I believe, my uh, top five found footage film episode. But it's, you know, one of my favorites. The symptoms and the effects of this virus are, you know, very similar to rabies. And so, like, the infected person foams at the mouth and then basically goes mad. And it's done in, like, this super fun and effective way in the movie. And it seems to have, like, you know several evolutions to it too like from the beginning at you know like the foaming of the mouth thing to like the final mutated demonic fucking looking thing at the end of the movie so um it's it's like a virus that that mutates so yeah um and a fourth place the Trixie virus from the remake film the crazies i don't believe i've mentioned this film before on the show but, you know, nevertheless, this um, this is one of my favorite remakes. You know, when I want to just put on a horror movie, like, I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I guess it's a comfort horror film for me. <laughs> but, like, it, it's always a fun movie when I want to just have something on that I can kind of get into for the moment. Um, the virus here is similar to the Armageddon virus. You know, it's exactly what the title of the film sounds like it turns you fucking crazy. <laughs> it's 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 uh, fun, though. You know, there's a huge variety of kills due to the craziness. And I think one of my favorites is the man who turns on, like, this big-ass tractor thing. And I'll leave it there. You know, it's it's wild. But if you're a horror fan, you've definitely seen it. And if you haven't... Shame! Yeah. <laughs> In third place, the flesh-eating virus from the Cabin Fever series. The first film in this series is um, Eli Roth's directorial debut, and he co-wrote the film, and it's, like, one of my favorites from him. 
outside of you know obviously hostile but <laughs> um it, it's it's one of my favorites when i want some just sick blood if that makes sense like so if you see Captain like any of the Captain People films, you know that it's just it's it's gross. Like the disease is exactly what it says. Flesh eating virus. You know, so there's like a scene in the first film. This guy, you know, he's making out with a girl, whatever, and then he starts to finger her a bit, and her skin starts to fall off on his fucking finger. <laughs> it's so wild, man. It's insane. And I cringe every time. Um and in the the second movie, I believe it's called Spring Break. Um, that one is is really fun too. It's like at a a spring dance or some shit like that, and yeah, it's wild. Um, in third, uh, no, not third. Sorry, second place, the DC two virus from Planet Terror. Now I know I've mentioned this film before. Um, actually, matter of fact, I mentioned it in the top twenty final girls episode because I mentioned Cherry Darling the shotgun leg girl so fucking fire but um yeah this movie is my shit (laughs) it's a double feature film i love both movies and i like literally alternate between which one i like because i originally i liked planet terror but then over time death proof became my favorite and i will watch that more like i literally switch between the two but both films are amazing um the virus in this one has just the grossest like mutations (laughs) the infected host body starts to grow these wild looking like boils that pulsate and grow and then some of them like pop and cause body parts to fall off like it's it's sick um there's a scene where a guy's dick kind of falls off too like it uh, they don't fully show it but it's like you know what's happening and you hear like the sound of it pop anyway it's um it's it's fun though it's it's so fun give it a watch um in first place the salinum virus from world war z i've never been afraid of zombies really you know but the zombies in this fucking movie are insane like i've never seen anything like it they move so fast and they're smart it's unbelievable like to watch i I had nightmares when that movie first came out like you know zombies tend to be a little bit slow and you know they might speed walk a bit but they're not just running at you at full fucking like you saying bolt like <laughs> you know like they're not coming at you like that so that was like you know something so wild to see um but yeah you know and it's crazy i remember thinking i had like this thought once you know they don't go after people who are sick so like you know they'll just kind of run right past you and that's morbidly funny right like if you don't know that you're sick and they just, like, run past and you find out that was the reason why they didn't fuck with people. It's like, oh, shit, maybe I need to get to the hospital. <laughs> I don't know. That's morbid as hell. I know. I know. Listen, if you haven't been listening to the show, your boy's morbid. Um, but the zombies in this film are wild, and I just I love every second of it. So if you have not seen World War Z, that's another one that you have got to see, especially if you love zombie films. But then I feel like if you love zombie films and you haven't seen it... Shame. Yeah. Hello? Have you checked the children? Children. children? All right, so that was my top five virus horror films. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and dive into this review for this film I just saw last week called Unhuman. Super interesting movie. Um, so first I want to say I liked the cover of it, and it was catching my attention for the past, like, you know, couple weeks or so, but I just 
didn't watch it. Someone that's, you know, like most movies, I finally decide, all right, fuck it, I've seen this cover enough to want to know what's going on. So I turned it on, you know, and it starts off as, you know, typical high school characters, you know, the want to be popular girl and her best friend who doesn't care to be popular and the popular kids and the nerdy kids. It's all very normal, you know, um, and I have to say there's... <laughs> There's this one character, this, like, black kid. He's so, like, one-dimensional. It's so annoying. Like, why did they have to make the black kid the... Like, you know, he's... Oh, don't step on my shoes. And if he drops his hat, he hurries up and puts it back on. Like, don't step on my hat. Watch that. Like, you know, it's... I don't know. It was... It was done in a very cheesy way because it was something that he referenced or that's all his character did throughout the whole film. Like, I don't know. It's... It was annoying. Um... I'll say one thing, and I like, like, do bullies still exist? Every time I see a film where like bullies do wild shit, I'm always just thinking to myself, like, oh, that couldn't happen to me. Like, so there was like bullies, I guess, in in black schools, but it was more so just talking shit. I mean, okay, there were people who like, you know, like, you know, there were people who like, you know, I, I, okay, so I don't know how to explain it. I guess it's different because we did have bullies, you know. I personally, I was jumped before, but just because it was the last day of damn school. So, and I've seen other people get jumped. So there, there was bullies, but like, it wasn't like, like how these films are, right? Not like this consistent, wear you down every day thing, or at least not in my experience. For the most part, it was a lot of shit talking and you just kind of had to know how to talk shit back. So damn, I guess bullies do exist. I don't know. Maybe it's just different at a black school or my experience. I don't know. Cause I don't want to like dismiss anyone else's experience, but I just feel like I couldn't have been bullied like that. <clears throat> excuse me, I couldn't have a bully like that, like, the way that I see it in the films, like, fuck that, uh, my mouth alone is too much, so, nah, um, and side note, fuck the teacher, too, who happened to be in a bully in this film, so, the biggest point is, like, obviously, there's bullies in here, and they're the popular kids, and there's this one guy who's just, like, the biggest fucking douche I've ever seen, like, I cannot stand him, and, um, he throws, like, a fucking slushy at a kid. It was just weird. Like, it just felt so, like, 80s bullies. And it just, it felt out of time. Like, I didn't realize bullies did that. Like, I don't know. Like, I I don't know. I don't know. Um, nevertheless, though, the film starts, it kind of gets at it right away after about 10, 15 minutes of, like, introducing the high school characters. Then it kind of gets to the fucking point. Like, there's a a radio that plays like this this warning over everything like they they get into a bus crash first they hit something that splatters blood everywhere and there's like a a broadcast that mentions everyone needed to stay inside you know it's it's a national emergency you know something's going wrong basically and so the teacher at the beginning of this um field trip because they're basically on a field trip takes everyone's phone as they enter the bus so nobody can you know see their phone to know if this is real or not to get their alerts and he's trying to keep them and he was just a dick like it just annoying um i do gotta say in the car crash or the bus crash there was a lot of effective slow-mo in it like it was kind of cool to see um how they did some of that and so yeah there's um you know a zombie basically comes to the door and fucking eats the teacher because he decides to open the door after all of the students are like, hey, let's not. He opens it anyway. Um, 
And ultimately, they have to, you know, end up on the run. And what I hate first is characters in denial. It's, like, the worst thing in a fucking movie for me. Because it's, like, because I don't like that in real life. You know, everything is relative to your experience um, and your realm of knowledge. So if it's something that you don't know, you can't doubt that just because you don't know it if someone else believes in it. Um, And what I hate mostly in horror is that when people... You just saw this happen. How are you like, oh, well, that's not zombies. Well, what the fuck else is wrong with him, you know? Um, and I mean, I guess nowadays it could have been bath salts, but still, there's a motherfucker eating somebody on a bus. Let's, let's just call it zombies. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, the and it happened to Ben, the fucking bully, too. The main bully is the character who's in denial most of the movie, so that's fun. You, like, kind of really can't wait for him to die, I'm going to be honest. Um... So, yeah, they go running off because they were in the middle of nowhere and they find this abandoned factory. It's like a, I guess, a crack den or like a drug den or something because one of the characters is like, oh, yeah, this is where all like the burnouts and, you know, um, the druggies hang out. So, but it they go inside and it's kind of really dope. Um, there's like different. So, like the first floor is just abandoned, but they start to explore the place and there's like different types of views on each floor like there's a floor that's like super stylish with like this neon all over um and then there's like another one that's just kind of like mannequins everywhere like uh with with like christmas lights it was it was it was kind of cool but obviously the neon one was my favorite um but the whole film there has there's some really good jump scares and there's like this mystery feel to it right like you know there's something fucking happening, but you just don't know what's happening. Um, and so it makes it like, shit, like, <laughs> like, you know, and so like, I'm, throughout the film, I'm trying to understand, like, because I'll say they telegraph one of the characters as, as like doing something like, like, you kind of feel like he has something to do with everything. But at the same time, it's a fucking zombie apocalypse. Like what? what this random ass high school student has to do with it. Um, Cause there is people, you know, there's people they hear there, there's like these crazy ass, like growl screams in the background, like that they hear cause they're running in like a forest before they find a crack there. And it's just, it's wild. It has like that whole mystery feel. It's a lot of social commentary to it too. Um, just in relation to social cues in high school, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, the popular kids, non-popular kids and like the two best friends, they have a moment where they get into it because um, you know, like I said, the one wants to be popular and her best friend doesn't. So she's been feeling like abandoned. So there's a lot of that going on. Um the main girl too, I have to say, she's I liked her. She was really pretty, she was interesting. Um, I love a pretty final girl. I feel like it just works when you can be drawn in because you kind of just want to see what else she gets into and you know there's going to be a scene where she's like covered in blood or dirt or something and it's just muddy her up and make her look raw and rough like the best um and yeah so she she has that but at the end i'm not going to say what it is but like i said you know you feel there's a mystery to this whole thing and so once they reveal what that shit is dog it's like the wildest fucking twist i've <laughs> it's such a wild twist um, that uh, you you see who is involved, basically. I, I want to say that. Like, I I can't, I don't want to say too much because it's a really good twist. So I'm going to say it's a good twist. Um, overall, though, I enjoyed the film. It's more horror than, uh, more comedy horror. But 
still worth a watch. Again, there's a lot of horror elements to it. Um, I gave it two out of five. One for watchability because it's genuinely watchable. And then another one for story creativity. Um, there's not much gore. It's not really a high kill count. And I'm not really afraid of the crazy zombies and this shit. I'm not really scared of zombies in general. So, um, but yeah, <laughs> two out of five. Check it out on Amazon Prime. And I believe it is also on Hulu. But is that is that Hulu? I can't tell. Either way, check it out. It's a good movie. In death, there are no accidents, no coincidences, no mishaps, and no escapes. All right, so that was my review of the film Unhuman. Check out episodes one through twelve point five. Um, all available now. Don't forget to follow the Instagram page for the pod, man of horror underscore podcast. And don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, and a comment. And until next time, stay spooky, folks. Peace.